To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. No, I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue and I don't care. Everybody liked Blanche. Because Blanche was a pig who took it. Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? Who the is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? A lot to blame on the news. It's a lot to blame on Anthony Fauci, that Italian leprechaun. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go yourself. Jay here, positive sarcasm.com. Spare parts studio. Find me on Instagram and Facebook. You can email me directly, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. You can go ahead and check out my website for all questions, concerns, comments. You can go to my contact section if you need anything. You can go directly to my website if you don't want to email me directly. Either way, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um where where have I been? Where where did I go? I just sort of fell off the map. No videos or nothing? Well, Let me explain before we move on to Lifehacker, an article from Lifehacker, Fortune uh, Magazine's article about Twitter, and then uh, some Q&A to close up shop for today. Where did I go last week? I ran out of gas, like mentally, like physically. I just ran out of gas. Like, I, I know I've been incorporating more cultural stuff as far as, like, the government goes. And I know I was talking about some crazy articles uh, and crazy stuff about, like, how, you know, how much foreign aid we put out each year. The amount of money we give to the, the, the government for how much, blah, 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 how much money certain departments get funded by the federal government. And I just, you know, I was just talking about these articles and I was so upset last week. I was so, not last week, the week before. Last podcast. There we go. Last podcast, I was just so annoyed at the amount of bullshit I was seeing that there's that saying that if you stare into the abyss long enough, the abyss stares back. And, you know, I was really, like, discouraged and angry and, you know, I hadn't been sleeping lately. I mean, literally, like, just tossing and turning. It's like, I have a brand new bed. A brand new bed four pillows still can't sleep and eventually I just ran out of gas I lost my voice I, I, Friday morning I went to put my feet on the um, went to put my feet on the uh, on the on the on the floor to be like I'm gonna get up today and then my body's like no you're not you sit the fuck down you're not going anywhere <laughs> and I'm just like all right I guess I guess we're done for today and I didn't Literally, didn't get out of bed till one o'clock in the afternoon. Felt like shit, and I just basically sat the day out. I basically just like threw in the towel. Like, all right, we're we're done here. We're done here. We're not doing anything. Nothing at all. So it's like, you know, I'm not gonna blame it on age. I'm not gonna blame it on anything else other than just I got caught getting caught up and exhausted, and and eventually, you know. Some critters crawled down my throat. And the next thing you know, I was just like, all right, you're done for today. You just got to chill out. But I was so exhausted. And it's just, you know, there's nothing. As a person who loves health and wellness, you can do everything you want. If you are not sleeping, 
and you've got so much on your mind before you go to bed at night, you're, there's nothing you can do. Your body will fall apart. 100%. Every single time. And I don't get why I don't sleep. I don't know. understand. Why am I not comfortable? Is it because I'm not getting a lot done creatively? Yes, absolutely. That's one issue. I mean, I have notebooks and notepads and sticky notes and all this other shit trying to get it done and it's a it's this is a busy and expensive month for me so i'm always trying to get stuff done i'm always trying to figure out how much more i can fit in my schedule and it's like i am i'm running out of gas i'm running out of gas so i have to be more efficient with my time easier said than done though you know easier i'm gonna keep this a little closer to me still nursing a little bit of a cough um easier said than done it's like okay what do i what do i do now what am i missing how, how do i make this better um because literally i i need to have a notepad by my by my by my end table now for when i fall asleep i have notepads all over my desk i have notepads that come with me look at i just literally i just started fucking podcasting and i'm already fucking yawning you see how annoying that is how i'm i'm just so pent up i'm so annoyed i'm just trying to put out some content that doesn't have to that doesn't include me like there's me like losing my mind which is fine but then there's me like losing my mind and not being able to string sentences together because i feel like the synapses in my brain and all that other stuff are just not it's just not firing the way they should now, granted, I am a week off of Alpha Brain. I, I basically am cycling off of it uh, for the next couple days. I'll be back on it like this weekend. But at the same time, it's like I feel like I'm missing so much. I would uh, creatively, uh, there's nothing. There's nothing here right now. I'm right now. The only thing I have sitting in my archives that I've been wanting to that's that's staged and ready to go is another blog and it's a really important one that i think is has some value to it but i'm looking for a specific picture that was taken of me back in 2008 and i swear i know where it is i just or i swear i have it but i just can't find it it can't be gone forever and i've been fucking going crazy looking for that uh uh, uh file that picture and i, I just want to find it i feel like it if I find that particular picture, this is an important picture because it's something that you, this picture represents something you actually can't do anymore. And I would love to put that photo on display. I would love to post that because it's like finally like, you know, 15 years later, this photo actually has some meaning. So if I find it, I think I, I think I'm going to find it. I, I'm, it has to be somewhere. So I want to put that out there so that you guys can see. It's like, oh, shit. I remember when you could do that. And then explain why this correlates to what I'm talking about. And then hopefully the things I am talking about uh, uh, generate. They generate thought. Like this one is not just sarcasm. It's not sarcasm at all. There's nothing to do with sarcasm. It's actually like a theory of something I really believe would be useful 
in uh, the United States today. I think it would have some significant value. The question is, would it ever be put into practice? I mean, that's the big thing. A lot of th- a lot of things. If I was king of the world, or this, or that, or the other thing, it's like okay. If I could wave a magic wand and people would start doing this, and Congress would start doing that, and cars would start doing this, and businesses would start running a certain way, yeah, great. But I can only propose these theories. The question of whether they'll actually be put into practice is another thing, and they have to be specifically. Like, for example, they have to be put into practice exactly as I laid them out. It's like you can work out all day long, but if you don't eat and sleep the right way, then that does, that part doesn't matter. It, it negates the whole thing. Or if you eat really, really well and you take stay and you take steroids, but you don't work out or you don't work out enough, then it's not going to make a difference. It's like a there's these pieces of the puzzle that you have to put together. It's always a little more complicated if you Eat well if you eat well, work out regularly, like lift weights and do some uh, do a little bit of cardio, and sleep the right amount. You will yield significant results, absolutely, for sure. But if you just if you if you take shortcuts, the shortcuts show. Absolutely. So these are the things I'm trying to put together and. You know, summer's coming to a close here, um, which is fine. Maybe I just need to get through this month, and then I can start focusing on other things. And so far, right now, things are stable. Even with everything going on, gas prices are still around, uh, still over four dollars a gallon for me. Things are still expensive as far as, uh, um, well, are things really expensive? <sighs> Let's not complain too much. Let me think about this. What is expensive for me? Let me go through my daily life now. What are my vices? Do I have any vices? Well, shopping for clothes. Are the clothes I buy expensive? No. How much do I spend on shirts? Between six and nine dollars a shirt. Okay, is that expensive? No, that's pretty goddamn cheap. Are any of my clothes made in China? No. Okay, so my clothes are between six and my shirts are between six and nine dollars. My pants are between like eight and fifteen, maybe at the most. I haven't purchased really any high-end clothes in a long time. I have my two, my two sport coats. Shoes, shoes are fine. I haven't made any major purchases. I had that one pair, but I immediately sent them back. Okay, so it's not it's not clothes. The most clothes I bought um, in a while was like underwear and socks. You know, dudes need a lot of underwear. Cool. That wasn't expensive at all. Okay. So that's not expensive. Clothes are not expensive. What about house? Like household payments? Like okay, what's my rent? Okay, I obviously rent. Um, you guys have been following me long enough. No, I don't own a house anymore. <laughs> then again, when I did, it was for like fucking ten minutes. What is my rent? My rent by the seacoast is actually, oddly enough, some of the, it's the lowest in the area. No doubt about it. Um, could it be a little bit cheaper? Yes, if I was uh, if I didn't have a dog. But I do. So for what it is and where I'm located, it is some of the lowest in the area. And I mean significantly lower. All right. So it's not that. Utilities. Uh, utilities still right now are very, very low as far as like cable bill and electric and all that stuff. That's still 
Very, very low. Extremely low. Like introductory low. All right, so it's not utilities, it's not rent, it's not clothes. So, okay. What about food? Are my food prices expensive? This is this is the one where everybody's like, yeah, now it's expensive. No. My food prices, I'm still spending between like 20 and 50 bucks. And the reason I'm spending 50 bucks is because maybe I'm buying something for somebody else or I'm getting something for family or whatever. So every every week I, I, I take a little bit of money and I give it to my sister for, you know, letting me go up north and spend time with Chase up there. Okay, so that's no big deal. That's Is that an expenditure? Yes. Um, but besides that, my groceries are every weekend I have two specific places that I shop at and I get really, really, really good deals. And I mean really, like not like an actual, like oh, everybody says they get a good deal. No, I get a fucking steal on on meats, on, on, on vegetables, uh, on fruit. Okay. So there's no crazy grocery situation with me. You know, I don't have heavy, uh, you know, all... There's nothing expensive that I buy. Like, I have to have this. Like, every once in a while, I'll buy, like, a kombucha, which is, like, three bucks. But then again, they've always been $3. That's never changed. So what else am I purchasing that's so expensive? What about uh, alcohol? Well, first of all, I really don't even drink alcohol. I drink maybe, I guess it would equate to, I don't know, two glasses a month. Two, three glasses of alcohol per month, really? So, okay, what is that? It's not bad. Well, that's basically a bottle of wine. Well, how much I've spent for most of my bottles, I mean, between like 10 and $20. And I have 15 bottles of alcohol, but they're all, all relatively inexpensive. Some of them I've had for over a year. They've just been sitting there not doing anything. They're all unopened. So I'm officially tapped out for what I'm going to buy. So I'm not buying any more of that stuff. Okay, what, what else is another expensive... Uh, what about bathroom products? Like hair, hair, hair gel. How much is that? Eh, it's only a few bucks because you get it at TJ Maxx. You're gonna, it's gonna cost you a quarter of the price. All right, what other stuff? Toothpaste? Nah, cheap. Uh, uh soap? I just use bar soap. Okay. Uh, uh, shaving products. Dollar Shave Club. Has that gone up? Yes, but not enough to break the bank. Not enough to break the bank at all. Um, I am just sending a text. Alright, but banging out a pod real quick. Um, okay, so nothing in the bathroom. Okay, well, what about Chase? What's his, what's his deal? Well, Chase gets an honest amount of he gets his dog food you know he gets dry food because that's important for his teeth okay so that's that's you know every few weeks that costs like you know about ten dollars and then he gets little he gets of course like you know doggy crackers or something like that so he gets his little treats uh he gets a little bit of like actual human food in there ground beef or whatever so is he an expenditure yeah but nothing that nothing worth complaining about i mean his is I mean, he's worth every penny, first of all. So, okay. Um, so, he's not expensive. Look at that face. Who <laughs> fucking... You are the cutest. You are the best. 
You can come here, buddy. Come sit. Come. No? Okay. Um, you coming over? You coming over? Over. Sit down. There you go. There you go. So he's not an expenditure. He's not a burden, first of all. He's the best thing that's ever happened to me. So he's not an expenditure. So no food. Uh, gas prices? Yes. Okay. So I went from spending two something a gallon to four and a half. So that's doubled. But here's the thing. I've cut my commute time in half. So I was commuting from, I was commuting 30 minutes away to 25 minutes away to now 12 minutes away. Okay. So whatever it is, I've, I've slowly dwindled that down. So I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I'm definitely breaking even on that. Um, so is that aggressive? Is that an aggressive? Yeah, I would basically, if it dropped about three bucks a gallon, I would be at a surplus. I would be killing it at that point. So that's, that's one thing. Okay, so if it's not gas, if it's not food, if it's not bathroom utility stuff, if it's not rent, if it's not chase, um, furniture. Okay, what have I bought for furniture? What did I buy for furniture? I bought a bed. That cost me like a couple hundred dollars. Bought a queen-size bed. That's it. It's the only furniture I've, I've purchased. Okay, um... What else is it? I'm trying to rack my brain for anything that would be a back. I haven't bought any new watches. I still own six watches. The last watch I, I purchased was in December of 2020. It was a Christmas present to myself. Uh, all my watches work great. Okay. I haven't had any major expenditures for my, for my cars. Uh, I'm doing a little bit of work on each one, but that's something I do every year, and I invest in them. I invest in my winter car, and I invest in my, my summer car, which I'm still driving right now. Okay. Have I bought any new computers? No. Have I bought any new tech? No. So what the hell is it? What the hell could be possibly... Uh, in, would I be complaining about that would cost me much money? Or is it just my... I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't... I mean, I had a storage unit for one month. A storage unit for just over one month. Got rid of that. So that's not there. My Verizon bill is only 2 to $3 more than it was... My insurance, my car insurance in my car is next to nothing. Okay, so what the hell else could it be? Hmm? Is it just because this has just been a, a crazy year and people are just behind in general? And yes, inflation obviously bit me a little bit as well. Or whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to blame on it. Cor you know, capitalism met inflation meet government overreach. I don't know. Do they fucking name it? And there's just been little things here and there and everywhere. Or the fact that I got screwed on taxes. Okay, maybe that's true. Um, maybe it's maybe it's all these. I, but as far as every like day to day, day to day, there's been no issue. Day to day is no issue. My food is cheap. My my clothes are inexpensive. My day to day expenditures are are no big deal whatsoever. So. As far as my life goes, I don't ha I don't believe I have ma I, I have been majorly impacted by inflation. I just can't figure out what else. I mean, has it been oil changes? Yeah, oil changes have been expensive. They've been around. They were going to go up to like $85, $90. But 
I'm I've changed I'm changing that now going forward. They're gonna drop back down to 50 50 something for me because I'm I'm changing who I do that with. Okay, that's another thing. All right, well what else is there? I've acquired more stuff and yet my spending should have gone down. So now now I, I feel like though I'm I'm spending too much. Okay, well, if I feel, too, feel like I'm spending too much, then it has probably nothing to do with my dailies. It has probably something to do with other things that I'm doing that I shouldn't be doing. Maybe I'm eating out too much or ordering special stuff too much or buying new... Like I did. I did say that I had a spending problem on clothes. I did absolutely say that I did that. But I do have a... You know, it's not like I've spent hundreds of dollars. I literally spent like... I think this this year in total, I've probably spent maybe a hundred, two hundred dollars on clothes. That's it. After almost nine months uh, in this year, I've only spent two hundred dollars on clothes. That's all. So once again, it's like okay, maybe it's just other things that I've been spending money on that I don't necessarily need to. Okay, well, those are the th those are the situations I need to identify. Those are the things I need to look into and see if I'm spending money in places I shouldn't have. This is important right now, though. This is important, especially right now. I don't know what's taking... I don't know what else is going to take place. I don't know how more expensive this year is going to be. Um, I know what's coming up. I can afford to do it. Um, so we'll just, we'll just see. We'll just see. But I, I, I'm like, I shouldn't... I'm not complaining at all. I feel like I have done... Uh, a lot of my due diligence as far as what I spend my money on, where I spend my money, and as far as what impacts of uh, uh, on inflation. What in, what impact has inflation had on me? It's a good question to ask yourself, though. What inflation has, had, has it had on you? Are you driving? Do you drive too far to work? Do you have too big of a car? Uh, do you shop for stuff at the wrong places? Are you not looking for deals? Are you spending too much money on Amazon or at Whole Foods? I mean, I go to the mall. I go to the mall and I look at shit and I'm disgusted at the prices there. So, but I feel like I've been spending my money uh, wisely in that regard. And preserving the things that I have. Next year, though, next year there'll be a big price ticket because I'm literally doing uh, a partial overhaul on my Mustang because, uh, you know, new suspension, new inner wheel well, uh, things, uh, drivetrain, you know, plugs, wires, coils, uh, uh, throttle body, plenum, tune, things of that nature. So these are things, and this is shit I'm looking forward to because this, instead of like buying a new car, which I don't need to fucking do, I would much rather just, you would, I would much rather just invest in a car that I love very, very much. That's been super reliable every morning, no matter what, put the key in the ignition. Where are we going? Awesome. So that's what I look forward to doing. So maybe it's not hurt me after all. Maybe that's not the thing that's hurt me. It's just the matter of being creative. The only thing that's really bothering me is the fact that I'm just not being creative. It has nothing to do with inflation. However, there are circum there are circumstances where I could have gotten ahead of the game as far as what one would do with their money I just feel like this year has not allowed me even though that's maybe a bit of a cop out but I'll run with it anyways has not allowed me to do what I want to do with my with my money 
Maybe that's one way of putting it. But there'll be other opportunities for me to do so. And I, I hope they come up. I, would, I look forward to taking full advantage of, the, of that situation. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. That'd be a good one. So I have, I have some, <clears throat> some free money coming up that I look forward to uh, doing some stuff with. So we'll go from there. But I mean, I just wanted to take a step back and like think consciously. It's like, what in my life is impacted by inflation? What is really, um, uh, you know, fucking up my spending habits? It's a good question. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every weekend I do travel uh, an hour north. Every and, and an hour back. Okay. And yeah, maybe I do spend an extra 60 bucks uh, on family uh, to just, you know, give that. But, you know, hey, I'm using I'm using their time, their 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 electric, their shower water. So it's like, all right, we'll just throw them a little something. You know, maybe I have a piece of bread or uh, some food from their house. So give them a little extra money, you know. But just. Now I'm also in a position where I want to actually take my a few extra bucks each week and throw it back into the stock market, which I'm starting to do again, which is great. Um, boy, I really screwed the pooch on the uh, on the shorts about two weeks ago. I thought I I thought I had something and I didn't. I lost like a hundred dollars over it. But oh well, screw it. Anyways, I'm starting to ramble. I got to move on to this article. Hmm. By the way, if you do want to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com/slash/donate. Any amounts appreciated. I got a, I got this article here. It talks about malware apps to delete from your phone, specifically Android. But there's one app on here, clear as day, the elephant in the room, and it's not on this app. I'll tell you which one it is. All right. So according to Lifehacker, um, by, courtesy of Jake Peterson, 35 malware apps to del- that hide their uh, that they hide their identity on your phone. All right. So. While you're at official, while official app stores are the safest way to find and download software on your smartphone, they aren't without faults. The Google Play Store has protections in place to weed out malicious apps. Let me go through this. Let me just actually pop this up in the second monitor. Um, the, 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 but occasionally, some manage to sneak through undetected. 35 such apps were just discovered hiding on the Play Store. If you downloaded any of them on your Android device, delete them now. Cybersecurity technology uh, company Bitdefender issued a report on Wednesday. Uh, identifying a fresh batch of 35 malicious apps on the Play Store. These apps are aggressive in their deception. They trick users into downloading them, each masquerading as an app the average Android user might enjoy using. However, once these, the user installs these apps, it changes its name and app icon to remain hidden on the device. Ooh. Many... S- <coughs> many switch the icon... Uh, many switch the icon to one associated with settings. Makes itself an alias for the real settings app. When you open the fake app, it eventually opens up the real settings, tricking you into thinking it's a legitimate settings app. These apps will also hide themselves from recent apps lists, making them even harder to spot in routine use. The goal for these apps is to serve serve you an obnoxious amount of ads, aside from annoying you, generate revenue for developers of the malware app. Worse yet, the developers run these apps from their own framework, which bypasses the protections typically implemented by Android. Okay. Bitdefender use, uh, discovers these types of apps using real-time behavior technology uh, that identifies apps using practices known to be associated with fake or malicious software. And then there's below list. Okay. Uh, walls lights. 
Big Emoji, Grad Wallpapers, Engine Wallpapers, Stock Wallpapers, Effect Mania, Art Filter, Fast Emoji Keyboard, Create Sticker for WhatsApp, Math Solver, Photo Pix Effects, LED Theme, Keyboard, Fun Emoji Sticker, Smart Wi-Fi, My GPS Location, Image Warp Camera, Art Girls Wallpaper HD, Cat Simulator, who's a cat simulator? Smart QR Curator, Colorize Old Photo, GPS Location Finder, Girls Art, Smart QR Scanner, GPS Location Maps, Volume Control, Secret Horoscope, Smart GPS Location, Animated Sticker Master, Personality Charging Show, Sleep Sounds, QR Creator, Media Volume Slider, Secret Astrology, Colorized Photos, and Phi 4K Wallpaper Anime HD. Now, forget about like how to avoid downloading these apps. First of all, just don't do it. But this app, if, uh, if this app has a large number of installs but little no reviews, avoid it. So basically, if it has no reviews uh, and the, the reviews don't look fake, it has no reviews and the, uh, and the reviews it do have look super fake or the people look super fake, you have to avoid the app. We all know this. Here's the thing, though. Out of these 35 uh, apps that I just identified, you know what's not on here for malicious apps that use malicious, uh, they're mali that use that are malicious. Is TikTok? I got thirty-five apps here that do devious shit, and not a single mention of TikTok, which has the worst terms of service of any social media app out there. Logging keystrokes. That's one that's one thing that they're able to do. Going through your phone, going through your text, going through your uh uh, uh your your browser history. It, it and going through the history of other apps that you use. Your location settings. I mean, extremely invasive. But no mention of it on here. Why? It's a dangerous app. Yes, was Positive sarcasm on there for a little while? Yes, it was. But I saw the writing on the wall, but just how how brutal. I mean, it was absolutely a, a heroin-addicted type of app. Just feeding, feeding. I was like, and you could just sit there all day and just scroll. But it felt horrible. So I got rid of it. It served no purpose to be on there. And honestly, the reason I got started getting rid of it is because I started posting stuff on there that was getting blocked by TikTok. And I'm like, you don't block me. I put up content and you don't block me. If you block me and you and that's an, and that becomes a thing, I'm done. I'm out. I'm off the app. Same goes for YouTube. If I'm getting blocked on YouTube for content, I will immediately I will immediately start switching to Rumble and I would have make that announcement. No questions asked. So that the the idea that I had TikTok for that while, yeah, it's we started blocking my shit and I got rid of it. But there's no mention here of the, of it being a dangerous app, or I mean, look at all this other shit. This is just yeah, hundred thousand, a hundred thousand downloads, ten thousand, ten thousand downloads, fifty thousand downloads. How many does TikTok have? TikTok downloads. That one concentrates on ten to a hundred thousand. How many does TikTok have? Mm, 
Let me find out. Let me go on my phone. Let me go into Play Store. Let me go to TikTok. T-I-K. One billion plus. What do you think is a more dangerous app? Something with 10 to 100,000 or something with 1 billion? It's a scary shit, man. Anyways, we are, uh, we're at, what are we at? 31 minutes. We can definitely close up with some Q&A. Um, let's see. The Twitter bombshell thing was basically just um, a former employee over at Twitter has just handed over some information or just uh, divulged some information uh, indirectly to Elon Musk and his legal team regarding um, <coughs> the amount of bots that are on Twitter. And Elon's legal team has reached out to that whistleblower or potential whistleblower to see if they'll uh, help them build that case. And it's not good for TikTok or for Twitter at all. But you can go ahead and look that up. It's on Fortune. There's more to come from that, actually. So this this is a fluid. Uh, this is already a fluid uh, uh, situation here. This this news this news thingy right here is definitely fluid. You're gonna hear more about this coming up. Anyways. We're going to close up shop with some Q&A. If you want to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Let's see if my voice holds up for the next 15 minutes. Uh, let's see. Is this all of them? Dig.com? Okay. Yep. All right. Here we go. Should my husband continue following his employees... NSFW social media account. Ooh. One of my husband's employees freelances as a lingerie model and has an active social media presence dedicated to her beautiful and intentionally racy photos. She brought this to his attention out of caution as it is a very different industry from their work. And he said it's her business, which was the right, the right response. That's awesome. He also follows her from his personal account. That part is weird, right? We're all lefty, sex-positive people. I guess he sees it as a friendly, supportive gesture. Here's your gesture. Um, and he's her, her immediate supervisor. As far as all I know, as far as I know, that's all it is. But he's also 15 years his junior, and he's her immediate. He's her immediate supervisor. My impression is that he's cool with it. I thought I w though I remember being in my early 20s and being cool with a lot of work-related interactions that in retrospect were not okay. I'm not worried about him pursuing her, but at the same time, being supportive of your employee's side hustle doesn't mean choosing to look at her tits in, on the daily, right? Okay. Is he destined to become yet yeah, another story about a male boss crossing the line? What are the, ru uh, the rules anymore? Well, um, should your boss be following you if you're throwing your pussy out on fucking OnlyFans? Well, no, I think that's inappropriate. Um, he should definitely be persuaded to uh, not do it. Um, if it makes his wife uncomfortable, maybe, you know, her feelings absolutely should be taken into account. The question is, on the woman's part, the employee's part, maybe she, you ever just take into account, maybe she's not interested in him. Maybe she also, she actually respects marriage, like respects your marriage and just give her a little bit of credit. Maybe she doesn't want to um, 
date or f fool around with your husband. Maybe she was being cautious and she was just trying to make a little extra money on the side. And if she can get away with doing this, great. It seems to be more the norm today anyways. Um, shit, maybe I should start. Maybe I should start doing it. I was thinking about creating an OnlyFans and just putting pictures up of OnlyFans, like a Dyson fan, a table fan, a floor fan. <laughs> fucking because I'm an asshole like that. Um, I don't think he's going to cheat. I don't think she's interested. I think she just merely put that out there as a precautionary. Um, but it's wouldn't be. It's not the best idea that he follow her. He probably should. He should probably stop. Let's move on to the next article or the next question. Can I compel my ex-wife to give me some of the assets she got in our divorce after my cryptocurrency portfolio tanked? <laughs> I got divorced last year, and as part of my financial part of the financial agreement, my ex-wife and I agreed that I would keep my cr cryptocurrency asset while she got the lion's share of my pension. <coughs> and other assets, other investments, excuse me. We split the family home when we negotiated last autumn. The crypto market was riding high, and I was convinced it would go higher still. But following the recent crash, my digital assets have more than halved in value. I'm now considerably worse off than my ex and worried about my financial future. She says I only have myself to blame and won't discuss the matter further. Can I go to court and renegotiate our financial order? Um... I don't believe you can. I don't. Yeah, I don't believe you can because it has a set value. So if you agree, first of all, in in divorce, it, it has a set value, and as long as if the party, <coughs> if there was no, you know, little clauses in the in the divorce that state otherwise, pretty much it's open and shut case. The court just wants to be done with it. So, in that case, um. If you had, if she decided that you had a piece of art, she wanted a piece of art. Like she had a Monet, and you negotiated in the divorce that she gets the Monet. Okay, and she was planning on selling it maybe, but two years after the divorce, the Monet goes down in value. Well, she could ask you for some of your crypto money if it was still riding high, and you could say no to her. She wouldn't have any recourse. Same goes for you. Um, you had regular money, but the price, the, the 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 dollar, the dollar, you know, is not worth as much. That's not that's not her problem. You went to you went through divorce court. You guys negotiated. You had crypto. It was riding high. You could have flipped it. You could have changed it over into currency. You could have flipped it to different cryptocurrency. You could have put it in the stock market and invested in monthly securities. You didn't do that. Your money went down. That's your problem. That's 100% your problem, not hers. You can ask her, but if she's like, I'm not discussing the matter any further, you're Foxville. That's on you. You should have sold your crypto. Totally on you, dude. Move on to the next one. Why won't my youngest stepchild, excuse me, why won't my youngest step-grandchild follow my cat's Instagram account? Jesus Christ. I'm an old grandma with, a ten, with 10 step-grandchildren, the youngest of which is 18 in her first year of college. That child receives a substantial scholarship from me for her college. Of the 10 grandkids, she's the only one who does not follow 
me on my cat's Instagram account, which has over 5,000 followers. She does follow her other grandma on Instagram, which is perplexing to me. Now that, not that I'm begging for followers, but I think it's a charitable and loving thing to do, especially when I've been generous and loving toward her. I have not discussed this with her mother. Am I wrong to think that it would be a loving thing for her to do? It's just a cat account for Pete's sake. Well, <coughs> you could ask, but maybe she's into dogs. But do you really want to, I mean, what, what are we talking about here? It's like, okay. Uh, I give you money for your college. Uh, so you need to follow my cat's Instagram account because I could get mad and, remo and remove the support for college. Okay, that's pretty, pretty petty, but sure. Now, I mean... I guess if if I if it was me and she'd be like, listen, I'm gonna give you five grand a year uh, towards college. <coughs> Follow my cat's Instagram account. Newsflash: I'm following that fucking cat's Instagram account. I'm following, liking, commenting. <coughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's do one more because I think my my fucking throat's gonna die. <coughs> I'm a very successful 55-year-old man. I love my wife, but I have a girlfriend also. Uh-oh. <coughs> both women feed my soul. I hate that society tells me I'm wrong for having two of them. I spend time with them both. Quality time. I make enough money to go on expensive extended vacations. I love my life. These two ladies are the best thing that ever happened to me besides my three beautiful children. Why shouldn't I be able to enjoy both of them without feeling like I'm sneaking around all the time? I know they are going to be naysayers who respond but most women will probably never only be the only woman in a man's life <coughs> okay i can tell you right now the girlfriend may know about the wife but the wife does not know about the girlfriend and that's a problem because it has to do with honesty you are not being honest with the wife let alone whether or not you're being honest with the girlfriend most of the time, the girlfriend knows about the wife. But nine times out of ten, the wife does not know about the girlfriend. So you are omitting something that you made a commitment to. Um, if you want to get out of this, I there's two ways you can go about this. One, ditch the girlfriend and fully commit to your wife. Two, divorce your wife and, and work on things with your girlfriend. Or three eventually get caught and have your wife sue the shit out of you or she will take you to court and take fucking all of your money and she will get it <clears throat> but you're omitting this to your wife that you swore an oath to that's not right that's it's just it isn't it's immoral above anything else whether it's legal or not or it's just you're even if it was like an okay thing she would still have to be okay with it she would have to you would still have to tell her this is something you either wanted to do or you know or something you wanted to do you can't be like oh by the way i've been sleeping with this other chick you should be cool with that no 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 this is something she needs to be made aware of and she has to be okay with if she's okay with it none of my business if she's not okay with it totally your problem you need to resolve it i personally would end the relationship with the girlfriend and start focusing 100% on the relationship with your wife focusing on yourself making yourself physically stronger more 
nice better to be around and you know what this is not something you want your children finding out about that's the kicker <coughs> excuse me that being said we are at 42 minutes due to my throat i'm going to close up this podcast early i am feeling better though thank you for asking uh you can find me on instagram at positive underscore sarcasm you can find me on uh facebook.com slash pos sarcasm you can email me directly uh positive sarcasm at outlook.com minds gab ai or additional accounts or you can go directly to my website positive sarcasm.com for anything questions concerns comments mu- uh, movie reviews uh music requests for fitness competitors it's all there now in the meantime oh an audio anywhere where podcasts are available <coughs> in the meantime thank you for listening watching and subscribing and i'll talk to you all next week recorded here from the spare parts studio This has been a positive sarcasm presentation.